I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, here we go. It is great to have you with us. Here on this Monday, it's getting close to Christmas time, season of giving. <laughs> Everybody's getting excited. This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. It is great to have you in. I am grateful for you. We have plenty of stuff to go over today. A crazy week in the NFL. Uh, just like we always have, Monday Night Football is tonight. We have Ravens and Cleveland tonight. That's going to say a lot uh, as far as the AFC playoff picture is concerned, there's a log jam uh, towards that uh, to get those wild card spots. We'll discuss that, obviously. We'll touch Thursday Night Football next week, obviously. Uh, but plenty of stuff to hit on today. This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. Uh, I do want to remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. We've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. You click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You'll see it. It's going to be right there. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, all of them. And pick among those gaming sites. You sign up, and then you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. <laughs> Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. Make sure you take advantage of that while it still exists. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That's LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located on the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. Okay, I do want to begin today with this. Uh, Sunday night football was last night. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers took their second straight loss. Um, the uh, Buffalo Bills got a big win yesterday. 26 to 15 uh, was the final score. It was in Buffalo. Buffalo moves to 10 and 3. Pittsburgh moves to 11 and 2. Like I said, their second straight, straight loss. Now this, this game being a little bit more acceptable than the last for Pittsburgh, right? Last week against Washington, it was very surprising. Washington shouldn't beat the Steelers. Washington should not be the Steelers. No way. So this game is a little bit more acceptable. Buffalo's a really good team. They're a legit Super Bowl contender, in my opinion. They're really good. But here's the thing. The Steelers represent a very hollow statement in sports culture. They do. Defense wins championships. They are, Pittsburgh is exactly why you shouldn't believe in that to your fullest extent. That's why most football fans contradict themselves. Okay, here's what I mean. Think about this for a second. Twitter last night and this morning and all the talk shows and everything like that. Oh, we are going to give up on the Steelers. They've had three straight games. They've, they haven't scored 20 points in three straight. They, everybody's bouncing off the Steelers. And look, to be honest, it is getting time to worry about the Steelers. Their offense isn't keeping up. And 
they look a little slow. There's, you know, there's some inconsistency there. Look, they had two losses in a row. They've had three straight weeks where they haven't scored 20 points. Look, there's, there's definitely concern in Pittsburgh. They are not invincible. They were the longest lasting undefeated team, but now they look like they're vulnerable. They don't look like they're the best team in football anymore. They might not even be top five. This is what we're looking at right now with the Steelers. But we all bailed on the Steelers. We're all calling the Steelers overrated. They are so overrated. But by most people's logic, they shouldn't be overrated. In fact, they should be underrated. Let me give you a little bit of information here. The Steelers defense, right, according to that to that to that line, okay, defense wins championship. Every, that's what I hear in all of my arguments. Whenever I say that that offense is taking over the NFL, people call me crazy. Oh, hey, defense wins championships. I everybody calls me crazy. So let me just give you an idea. The Steelers defense is third in total yards per game given up, second in passing yards per game, sixth in rushing, fourth in third down percentage, and first in points allowed. They have the best, they have the number one scoring defense in the NFL. They only give up about 17 points per game. The Steelers defense, you can make the argument, is the best defense in the NFL. T.J. Watt is almost unguardable. He is unbelievable. He's unbelievable. Minka Fitzpatrick in that secondary. I mean, this defense is disciplined. They're physical. They play hard. They don't give up anything. They don't give up yards. They don't give up points. I just gave you the numbers. They are top 10 and almost top five in every defensive category. But let me tell you why you don't believe in them. This is actually, this is why you don't believe in them. The Steelers, their offense. They are 22nd in total offense, yards, 22nd total offense, 14th in passing yards per game. They are 29th in rushing yards per game. Okay. I also want to point out they're seventh in scoring, but that proves to you how inconsistent the offense is. That's inflated by a bunch of great game, like a couple of good games that are separated from each other. They have a couple of blowout wins. They had a blowout win against Cleveland and Jacksonville. And like Cincinnati, they had a blowout win. That's where a lot of that scoring is coming from. They usually don't blow teams out. They're scoring 24, 21 points a game. That's what they're doing. Okay, just to give you an idea on where they rank in the NFL, okay, the Jacksonville Jaguars average more yards per game than them. And they've gone through three quarterbacks this year. None of them are any good. Okay, the Detroit Lions have a better offense. Carolina has a better offense. Houston fired their head coach. They they have a better offense. The Dallas Cowboys have a better offense by almost 35 yards. By 35 yards a game, the Dallas Cowboys have a better offense than the Steelers. Okay, Pittsburgh is in the category of the Jets and Denver and Cincinnati and Washington and New England. Like, these are the terrible offenses in the game. These are the offenses that don't score any points. That's where Pittsburgh ranks. That's why you don't believe in them. You don't not believe in them because of, oh, they're they're old and they're slow. And No, you don't believe in them because their offense isn't good enough. And you should. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. The Steelers' offense is not good enough right now. They're not going to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. They're not going to beat Baltimore in the playoffs if they play it. Okay, man, I don't see them beating Tennessee. I don't see them I don't see them being beating Buffalo. Like all of these teams that they're going to have to play in the playoffs. I don't see them winning those games. Cuz they're not going to be able to outscore them. But doesn't that go against the entire philosophy? defense wins championships. If that's the case, then why isn't Pittsburgh favored? Why isn't Pittsburgh the favorite to go to the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl? Why is everybody bailing on Pittsburgh? 
the uh, the NFL has turned into an offensive league. Okay, there are plenty of sports outside of football that are moving to the uh, analytics are showing more and more now. Right? They say it in every single sport. Defense matters. Defense is the most important thing that you can have even though it's getting proven time and time again as time goes on, that analytically defense is actually the least important thing that you can have. In Major League Baseball, defense is literally the the least important thing that you can have. If you can hit and you can pitch, you can win. That's what it is in baseball. In football, it's the same way. If you can score a bevy of points, you'll win in this league. Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions last year with the, with Tampa Bay. They were at least, I mean, you, you would think, if I had told you that Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions last year, it didn't matter. They had a potent offense. If I would have told you that he threw 30 interceptions last year, you would have think they were the worst team in football. They have the worst quarterback in football. When, in fact, that wasn't the case. They were 7-9. and nine. They were almost 500, and they... <laughs> Their defense was terrible. Tampa Bay couldn't stop anybody last year. They made some drastic changes this year to change that. Jameis Winston was awful, but look, if you can lead a potent offense, you can win in this league. Kansas City's defense is not amazing, but they have Patrick Mahomes. Okay, the Seattle Seahawks defense is the second worst defense in the entire NFL next to the Cowboys and what are they? Nine and four? It's because they have Russell Wilson. Offense matters. Okay. I just recently, okay, I just started getting into it. I just, I don't know if you've seen the show on Netflix, have you ever watched Cobra Kai? Okay. Johnny Lawrence says to the, uh, says to Miguel, the student, right? He says, the best defense. The reason you got your ass kicked is because you didn't get any def- you didn't know any defense. The best defense is more offense. It's more offense. Scoring points matters. Being able to produce runs, putting pressure on defense matters. So, yes. Am I a little worried about the Steelers? Yeah, I am. And everybody should be worried about the Steelers. I'm not telling you that you shouldn't be. I'm telling you that based on your philosophy that you keep telling me, or at least some people, because there are some people out there that understand what I'm saying, but the people that say, oh, but the defense, oh, you need defense. The Steelers have defense, and you're giving up on them. (laughs) That. They have defense, and you are bailing, bailing on Pittsburgh. Okay, Twitter yesterday, oh, they're overrated. They can't score points. They haven't beaten good teams. You bailed on Pittsburgh. Their defense is phenomenal. Their offense is suspect. They are not producing the yards offensively. Okay, Big Ben said it yesterday. Look, the team will go as far as I take them. If I'm not playing good football, I might as well hang them up. Big Ben understands the situation. Okay, the defense is fantastic in Pittsburgh. It could be as good as anybody wants it to be. But if Big Ben doesn't play well and the Steelers' offense can't score any points, it doesn't matter how good their defense plays. doesn't matter. How do you explain Chicago? Right, Chicago invested all this money and draft picks into their defense, right? Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn and Akeem Hicks and Roquan Smith. And, I mean, they are loaded on defense at every single spot. I mean, the, look, we thought that the Bears' defense was going to be historically good for years, and it still is really good. But they have an issue at quarterback, and what do you know? They're a fluke. Have you ever noticed that when the Bears score points, they kill teams? Mitch Trubisky had a career game yesterday against Houston, and they crushed the Texans. And the Texans have Deshaun Watson. If you don't think that offense matters and that defense is the way to go, I got news for you. 
You shouldn't be ba- if if you say that defense wins championships, then you shouldn't be bailing on Pittsburgh. You shouldn't be bailing on them because they have that. Their offense is what's struggling, and I'm like I said, we should be worried about Pittsburgh. I am becoming worried about Pittsburgh. They are vulnerable. They're not consistent enough on offense, and that's going to kill them. Okay, I do want to shift to this. So the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Saints yesterday. It was Jalen Hurts' first start. Right? He won his first start as a player. Right? So just to give you an idea, his first start, Jalen Hurts yesterday was 17 of 30 for 167 yards. He had a touchdown, no picks, passer rating of about 83.6. He also ran 18 times for 106 yards. That was Jalen Hurts' day yesterday. Jalen Hurts throughout his career so far in the NFL, he is 25 of 45 with a 55.5% completion percentage, three, uh, 309 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. That's his whole career with one start. Okay, last week when everybody was saying that we were all that that they that the Eagles definitely need to replace Carson Wentz at Green Bay, he was five for twelve. So today, it's amazing to me. Today, everybody in Philadelphia, everybody in sports media, everybody, oh, look at the Eagles now. <laughs> they all they needed to do was get Carson Wentz out. Look at Jalen Hurts. He's He's their future. Jalen Hurts. They sound like everybody at Alabama. Jalen Hurts. We're always, now we're finding out how good Mac Jones is at Alabama, right? He's really good. He might be a first-round draft pick. But Jalen Hurts. Whoa, yeah. Okay. I, I, here's the thing about this. Um, I understand that the Eagles beat the Saints yesterday, and the Saints are, at least before yesterday, most people thought that the Saints were the best team in the NFC. They they are stable. I know they're playing without Drew Brees, but Taysom Hill looks like he's doing at least a fine job keeping them afloat. He still is. He's still doing okay. But their defense is stable. They run the ball. They've got weapons. They're well coached. I mean, their offensive line is fantastic. The, The Saints are for real. They're really good. Most people thought they were the best team in the NFC. I still think they're the best team in the NFC. But, you know, and a lot of people were shocked, right? Because the Saints are the best team in the NFC, and the Eagles are, well, you know, not. I really don't want to hear how much people love Jalen Hurts. I don't want to hear it. Because you don't. You don't love Jalen Hurts. I got news for you. (laughs) Sooner rather than later, you're going to realize that Jalen Hurts is everything that you hate. Okay? He is exactly what people hate in the NFL when it comes to the quarterback position. He's not an accurate natural thrower of the football, and his primary weapon is his legs. That's Jalen Hurts. I know people are freaking out. They're all saying, oh, Jalen Hurts, he's the future. He's the Eagles' future. He's amazing. Is he? Or is he just a change of pace? It was his first start, and a team like New Orleans didn't have any tape on him, didn't know what to expect. They were caught in their heels, and it resulted in a very narrow Eagles win. And I think the Eagles grew some confidence, right? The entire team played relatively well. The Eagles roster is not bad. They're just banged up. They're a little old. But when they're healthy, they're good, right? Especially on that defensive front. They've got some players, big names there. Brandon Graham and Malik Jackson and Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat. They've got some good players. Really good players. Javon Hargrave. They got some nice players. But remember, I keep getting this all the time, and I talk about it a lot. So don't think I forget. Oh, Lamar Jackson's not going to last in this league. Lamar Jackson won MVP last year, led the league in touchdown passes, ran for 1,200 yards, and you said he was a fluke. 
Or at least some people told me that he was a fluke. And everybody's freaking out about how the Ravens, oh boy, they're finding out about Lamar Jackson. Maybe we'll find out a little bit more about him tonight. They're playing on Monday Night Football. Lamar Jackson, oh boy. We, <laughs> we, I don't know. Why don't you feel the same way about Jalen Hurts? This is the thing about sports fans that drives me crazy sometimes is that you get so caught up in the moment. It's so caught up. You give Jalen Hurts all of this credit. Okay, he's unique. He's a nice player, right? He runs around. He's You like him. He's not Carson Wentz. So, therefore, you think he's better for the Eagles because you're convinced that Carson Wentz sucks, right? You're convinced. So, Jalen Hurts gets a win against the best team in the NFC, and some people just like to look at that at the bare surface. They say, yeah, baby. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. But the reality is about Jalen Hurts, and the reality is about the Eagles, is that last night didn't tell them anything. Their problems still exist after yesterday. Nothing got better. Nothing got alleviated. Their issues still exist. They owe Carson Wentz a hundred plus million dollars left on his contract. And the quarterback that you're choosing to replace him is somebody that I guarantee you a month from now, they're going to be saying is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. I like Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts could be a starter in the NFL if he somewhat develops an arm. But from what we've seen throughout the first two games, okay, and look, things can change. Lamar Jackson improved after his first year. But he's got a 55.5% completion percentage after his first two games. Stop telling me that you love him. Stop telling me you love him. Because he is literally exactly what you tell me that you hate in the NFL. He's exactly what you hate. Jalen Hurts is a runner first. We do understand who he was in college. When Jalen Hurts was the quarterback at Alabama, Nick Saban was actively and openly taking the ball out of Jalen Hurts' hands. When Jalen Hurts was getting ready to drop back and and throw the football from the pocket, Alabama fans were like, no, tuck it in, run it! And Alabama had all those crazy wide receivers, right? They had Jerry Judy, they had a, they, they've had Henry Ruggs, and you, you see Devontae Smith now. I mean, my God, Jalen Waddell. I mean, so they, they are loaded at wide receiver. Loaded at wide receiver. <laughs> and Alabama fans were just like, no, d- tuck it in, run it. We don't want you to throw. <laughs> we never do. You're a runner first. And then he went to Oklahoma, and then everybody started getting excited about him, right? That's that's what turned him into a second-round draft pick, right? It was his time at Oklahoma. He almost won the Heisman at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley, right? He had CeeDee Lamb at wide receiver. He's fantastic after the catch. He's Look, he's a Dallas Cowboy, and he's exciting. He's electric. But Jalen Hurts was is not a natural thrower of the football. He never has been. So don't get all excited about Jalen Hurts. Because if you're not... Look... If you're not excited about Cam Newton, if you're not excited about Lamar Jackson, you're not excited about Tim Tebow, you're not excited about Colin Kaepernick, you're not excited about any of those guys, RG3, you're not you're not excited about any of those quarterbacks, you're not even really that excited about Taysom Hill, then you can't be excited about Jalen Hurts. He's the same player. And Jalen Hurts is not as good of a thrower as Lamar Jackson. He's not as good of a runner as Lamar Jackson. Jalen Hurts is closer to Taysom Hill than he is to a Pro Bowl-level quarterback. Stop telling me you love him, because I know that you don't. I know that you don't. It's not that hard to see that you don't. I I guarantee you that Jalen Hurts will probably be the starter next year for Philadelphia, 
If he ends up being the starter, you'll notice five weeks in. Uh, yikes. And I don't mean that he'll play poorly. I mean that he'll be a little bit inaccurate. He'll be inconsistent. And you'll recognize, oh, wait. He's everything that we criticize. He's everything that we that we criticize. So, I know that there's, you know, oh, my God, the Eagles beat the Saints. Wow, huh? It's all an overreaction. <laughs> That's what we do. That's what sports fans do, man. That's what they do. They overreact to things. They look at they look at people like Jalen Hurts. They're just like, oh my God, he's so good. But you forget exactly what you believe. He's a runner first. Okay. He's exact look. The thing, the 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 type of player that doesn't win the big game. You keep telling me that. Keep telling me that those running quarterbacks they don't win the big ones. They never do. And I know yesterday the Saints were caught a little bit off guard, and everybody's got like, oh boy, here come the Eagles. They got a future. Chill. Chill. That's the Eagles are. They're no different today than they were yesterday. They're no different yesterday than they were the day before. They are still in trouble at quarterback, not because they don't have the talent, but because they are convinced that they made a mistake with Carson Wentz. And I am trying to convince them that they didn't. Uh, Okay. I do want to remind you uh, that uh, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. It's American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. You click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. You sign up, and then you instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Okay, let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. Make sure you take advantage of this while it still exists. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Okie dokie. Let's shift to this. Uh, I tweeted something out yesterday because I found out a stat while I was watching watching NFL football early in the day yesterday. I found out a stat about Tom Brady that I think is amazing. Now, the Buccaneers yesterday won a football game. They beat the Minnesota Vikings in Tampa Bay. um, What was it? 26 to 14. It was in Tampa Bay. Minnesota drops to six and seven. Tampa Bay jumps up to eight and five. But this game was not a 12 point win for the Buccaneers. Dan Bailey, the Vikings kicker, missed three field goal, missed all three of his field goals and his only extra point attempt of the day. That the Vikings even went for two in a situation where they really didn't need to, just to avoid Dan Bailey kicking the football. He wasn't even close. It was it was not close. But anyway, the Buccaneers did get a win. I found out a stat yesterday about Tom, and I look, I, I I think the Buccaneers are good. I always say that. Whenever I bash the Buccaneers, I always make it a point to say the Buccaneers are still a good football team. They're not a great football team. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender, but are they a playoff team? Yes. They can compete in the playoffs. They might even win a playoff game. They're good, but they have drastically underwhelmed given their expectations. We expected them to be the favorite in the Super Bowl, right? The the Super Bowl is going to be in Tampa this year. And the talk was that when Tom Brady got to Tampa Bay, that means that they were going to be the first team to play at their home stadium for the Super Bowl. In NFL history, it never happened before. Tampa Bay was going to be the first. They were going to play the Super Bowl at their home stadium. They're not going to do that. 
and it's because Tom Brady has deficiencies. If you don't see that now, I don't know what to tell you. Tom Brady is capable on occasion to make a big play. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not somebody that will consistently make the big play. In fact, I think that if you draw up a big play, more often than not, he won't be able to make it. It's the, it, Instead of him being able to make it at, at a 60% clip, it'll be a 30% clip. He'll make it three out of 10 times. But just to give you an idea, here's the number I get I, I got yesterday. Tom Brady's passer rating on balls that are thrown more than 20 yards in the air this season. And let me remind you, with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown and Scotty Miller and Gronk, and on balls that are thrown more than 20 yards in the air this season, Tom Brady's passer rating is 59. Just in case you don't understand passer rating metrics, let me sum it up for you. That's terrible. Drew Locke this season, who has thrown more interceptions than touchdowns, has a passer rating of about 67. Tom Brady is not throwing deep balls. He can't do it. Stop telling me that Tom Brady doesn't have deficiencies. Stop telling me that I'm crazy. Tom Brady is dwindling. He is regressing as a player. And that's not to say, like I've said, that Tom Brady is having a bad year. He is not. He's thrown 30 touchdown passes. He better have thrown 30 touchdown passes. He is loaded with perimeter talent. If there is a quarterback in the NFL that has been given every single resource to succeed this year, it is Tom Brady. The Buccaneers offense is loaded. I forgot yesterday that they have LaShawn McCoy. So it's Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones and LaShawn McCoy in the backfield. I mean, are you kidding? Gronk at tight end, all those wide receivers. Okay, if I were to tell you that there was going to be a quarterback in this season, uh, in this league, that would be lucky enough to start the season with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown at wide receiver, you'd say, "Well, they're going to they're going to win MVP." Tom Brady better be having a good season this year. There's no excuses for him anymore. But Tom Brady's having a good season, not a great one. 64.8% completion percentage, about 3,500 yards, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. 11 interceptions. That's the most, he, that is tied for the most that he's had in 10 seasons. He's averaging 269 yards per game, passing yards per game. And his passer rating on deep balls is 59 with deep threats and good ones, good ones. And I I just want to point out, I said this early on in the season that the offense in Tampa Bay is high flying. They do, uh, they attempt a lot. Why do you think Jameis Winston threw so many picks last year? It's because they took a ton of shots downfield. And Jameis Winston missed a bunch of them, but they took them. Okay, deep balls down the sideline. Okay, 50-50, man versus man. I'm going to out, I'm going to beat you. And the Buccaneers have the weapons to do it. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are outstanding deep threats. Outstanding. They have suffered this year in the statistic department because they've been relegated to over the middle, seven-yard ins. Tom Brady plays a certain style, and he always did. Now, Tom Brady, earlier on in his career, you know, when he was a Sprout, young 37, 
was able to throw deep balls, right? That Tom Brady has had ridiculous longevity. Ridiculous. I'm not taking anything away from Tom Brady's body of work in his career. Most people, and this is the thing that drives me crazy, is that Tom Brady, I still think Tom Brady's great, okay? This year, I don't think he's great. I don't think he's great now, but the overall body of work in his career, I think he's great. Some people think I hate him. I don't hate Tom Brady. I think he made a mistake leaving New England, but. And when I say that he's. When I say that he's regressing, people get mad at me. Why? If you don't see it, like, you're not being honest with yourself if you don't see it. If you don't see that Tom Brady is struggling throwing the ball down the field and remaining consistent, he's not coming back in games the way that, that he used to, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. If I could be explaining this to you, okay, there is hard evidence now. I can give you a number. Instead of me just saying on deep balls this year, he's not very good. This year, I can give you a number that proves it. Today, on this Monday, I can give you a number that proves that Tom Brady is not throwing the ball effectively down the field. 20 yards or more in the air. This season, passer rating 59. That's atrocious. He's not doing it. He's not capable. It doesn't mean that he wasn't capable five years ago or 10 years ago or whatever. He's just not capable now. And that's not bad. Okay? Brady is limited. And there's no problem with Brady being limited if the offense didn't call for something that went beyond his skill set. But the skill set of the players around him are big plays. Antonio Brown's a big play receiver. Mike Evans is a big play receiver. Okay, they have been downgraded to average receivers this year because Brady can't capitalize on what they are good at. Good at. I always say this. I say this about players. I say this about teams. I say this about organizations. I, uh, capitalize on what you're good at. If you want to be successful, capitalize on what you're good at. I say that about life. Okay? Something that you're passionate about, something that you're good at. Capitalize on it. The Buccaneers are afraid. Like I just said about Jalen Hurts, Nick Saban at Alabama was actively and openly taking the ball out of Jalen Hurts' hands when it came to throwing the football. He didn't want him to throw. He was a runner. He was a runner first. Okay, the Buccaneers do not want to let Tom Brady let it loose because they know he can't. And whenever they do, it usually doesn't work. Hence the passer rating. We all said last year that the Patriots weren't good, that Tom Brady had a down year because he's he doesn't have wide receivers. His wide receivers are terrible. Well, they're not terrible now. They're actually exceptional. I'll even give you an idea. The Buccaneers, as a group of wide receivers, is one or two in the league. The only other receiver core that I would put even close to Tampa Bay is Dallas, right? Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb. But that's it. And even those guys can get inconsistent. Mike Evans, perennial pro bowler. Chris Godwin's amazing. Antonio Brown is going to go down as one of the best receivers of all time. Forget it. What excuse does Brady have now? This is, again, this is a big reason why I don't think Tampa Bay is a Super Bowl team. It's because quarterback is holding back their playbook. You don't think Bruce Arians wants to call these these sporadic big plays? I'm sure he would take an extra couple of turnovers if it meant getting a bunch more big play opportunities, big scoring opportunities. 
deep balls, right? Down the field. Brady is not completing passes down the field. He's turning the ball over down the field. That is not a wide receiver problem. The close, the better we are at being honest with ourselves, the more we can separate from the infatuation of the legacy of Tom Brady, the clearer our lenses become. Tom Brady is great. All time, he's great. Right now, he's middle of the road. I even said it when the Buccaneers signed him. It's a sexy fit. The names on paper are fantastic. You you replace Jameis Winston with Tom Brady. It sounds a lot better. But it's not a natural fit. Because one of two things is going to happen. Or both of them. They're going to ask Tom Brady to do things that he can't do, that he's not capable of. Or they're not going to do that, and they're going to limit their playbook. Both things are happening, and what is what do you know? The Buccaneers are underwhelming. I'm not sure they're a top 10 team in the NFL. I'm not sure. But I can tell you that they're not a Super Bowl team. This is not a team that can compete for a Super Bowl. It's not. And Brady's deficiencies are the reason. It's not because of anything else. Everything else is fine. Their defense is good. They've got weapons. They're well coached. Their offensive line's good. It is no there is nothing else. Even Ronald Jones, their run their young running back is turning into something. Tom Brady is holding them back. Period. Uh okay. So, let's see. Uh I do want to shift to uh, a couple of things this week. See, like, this is amazing to me. Like, I, I said it before. If if you don't think defense, if you don't think offense matters, okay, the Chicago Bears beat the Texans 36 to 7 this week. 36 to 7. 36. Uh, they have Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Mitch Trubisky threw three touchdowns yesterday. 24 33 for 267 and three touchdowns. He was unbelievable. And the Bears' defense is really good. That's what the that's that that's what teams need to win games is they need strong offenses. Right? They need strong offenses. I do want to point this out too. I as I just scroll by that. Who do you who's the consensus coach of the year right now? Because there's options. There's legit. Like, there are two teams, or or I'm actually, I'm going to say this. There are three teams in the NFL that should be nowhere near as good as they are today. And not all of them are amazing, but they're also way better than we expected. Okay. The Miami Dolphins today are eight and five. We went into the season thinking that Miami had one of the worst rosters in the NFL. They had one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL, right? They were they just drafted Tua. They had a rookie. He wasn't going to be amazing his first year. We expected them to be terrible. And Brian Flores has given them such life. So, I mean, the, I look at the Dolphins, and they play harder than any team in the NFL. They do. That team plays with effort. They're not overloaded with talent. That defense is not overloaded with talent. Okay, their secondary is outstanding. Xavier Howard and Byron Jones is absolutely nasty at corner. But the rest of that defense, they don't have a J.J. Watt. They don't have Khalil Mack. They don't have Aaron Donald. They don't have a player like that. They're just tough. They play hard. Like I don't know what else to say. They play disciplined. They uh, they play with effort. Effort. You know that they practice really hard. Like you can just tell. Okay, the Chiefs. I don't care if it's in Miami or not. The Chiefs should blow them out. And the Chiefs didn't blow them out. 
the Dolphins came back in that game as if they were right in it, okay? Tua had one of his best games yet, right? 316 yards passing, two touchdowns for Tua. He came into his own. And Patrick Mahomes yesterday threw three interceptions. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes threw more interceptions yesterday than he had all year. Xavier Howard has picked off a ball in five straight games. The Dolphins, I, I mean, Brian Flores has to be at least one of the favorites, right? For coach of the year. That's all coaching. And the other two are NFC East teams. One of them is the New York Giants. Uh, look, Joe Judge has done outstanding with New York. That team, you want to talk about a team that has no talent? The Giants don't have any, almost at any spot. Their best player overall on their roster got hurt in week one. Saquon Barkley is done, and he might not be the same player after this injury. But with a quarterback that has struggled for virtually all year, okay, just to give you an idea, Daniel Jones this year, Daniel Jones is completing 62% of his throws He's got a 78.2 passer rating. Daniel Jones has not been amazing. He's got eight touchdown passes and nine picks. And the Giants are far from a joke. They should be. Their defense barely has any talent on it. Their offensive line is still struggling. They don't, they're not special at any position, uh, offensive skill player group. And their quarterback has been very subpar this year. But it doesn't matter. The Giants are in prime position to win the division. They might. And the other team is Washington. Washington just won a game on the road yesterday against San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan. I don't care if Jimmy Garoppolo turned or not. Okay, the 49ers are not a team that that that's a slouch. I know they're banged up, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. They're still incredibly well coached. They still have great offensive play designs. Washington right now is six and seven. Six and seven. They're starting a guy who almost whose life almost ended. Right? I, I mean, Alex Smith had a life-threatening injury. Okay, he almost needed to amputate his leg. They're starting him, and Alex Smith is not playing outrageously good football. I mean, he's an an incredible story. I have immense respect for him. It's unbelievable what he's been able to do. But he wasn't playing outrageously good. Washington gave up on Dwayne Haskins just like that. Ron Rivera wasn't having it. Ron Rivera has done incredible I thought it was a mistake when Carolina fired him, but, and it shows what he's doing in Washington with, and honestly, you want to talk about Washington's only good part about their roster is their front seven. They get after the quarterback. That's it. Montez Sweat and Chase Young and Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen. And like, like they have real legitimate play. Ryan Kerrigan, Matt Ioannidis, like, like they have, they have real players up front, but that's it. That's all they got. That is all they have. Their secondaries in eh. quarterback. They don't have an answer. Their offensive line is, you know, yeah. Skill position players. They are empty, right? Antonio Gibson's not bad in the backfield. I know they got that wide receiver, Terry McLaurin that they like, that they like outside of that. They are scarce in those positions scarce they don't have a tight end like Washington they don't even have a name I mean we were making fun of them earlier on in the year okay they're six and seven they're almost 500 they might win the division go to the playoffs I mean how how that's coaching Okay, and these are the kind of things that you can identify with with coaching, right? A team with a bad roster, 
or a team with a dysfunctional organization behind it. And they're just, right? They just, they coach it out of it. There's not a lot of talent. You see a team that plays hard. Brian Flores, Joe Judge, Ron Rivera. They are doing the best coaching jobs this year out of any coach in the NFL. And I don't think it's particularly close. I don't. Look, Mike Tomlin's done a nice job. Sean McDermott has done a nice job in Buffalo, right? Andy Reid, obviously. I mean, look, they're a good team. Sean Payton, Matt LaFleur's done a nice job in Green Bay. Like, they're they're doing good. But it's way less of an uphill battle for them because they have talented rosters with good quarterbacks, right? Like, these are teams with, like, you don't know how if two is any good yet. You don't know if Daniel Jones is any good yet. Washington doesn't have a quarterback that they like at all. They're starting Alex Smith because they got to put somebody out there. Ron Rivera said literally, and I love this, literally said in a press conference, Dwayne Haskins is not what we're looking for. Okay, <laughs> I'm cool with it. You don't got to, look, give it to me straight, coach. I like that. I like it. Uh, all right. So we have football tonight. The Baltimore Ravens are going to Cleveland to play the Browns on Monday night football on ESPN. The Ravens right now sit at seven and five. They're in third place in the division. The Cleveland Browns are nine and three heading into today. Um, Based on passer rating, Baker Mayfield so far is having a better season than Lamar Jackson. It is not by a lot, but it, it, it is true. Baker Mayfield is having a little bit a better of a season than Lamar Jackson. This is a big game for the Browns. This is a big, big game. Okay. Now, the reason I'm saying that is because they played, the Browns played Baltimore back in week one in Baltimore. And we all remember what happened in that one. 38 to 6, they got blown out. The Browns got to win this one, man. They got to win this one because they play, look, against the two teams that are their legitimate, like uh, legitimate counterparts in their division. I'm not talking about Cincinnati. They won both games against Cincinnati. Whoopee. They were actually close games, 35 to 30 uh, at home in Cleveland. And then the game at Cincinnati was 37, 34. Two close games against the Bengals. But in their division, so far, they've played Baltimore once. They've played Pittsburgh once. They got blown out both times. Baltimore 38-6, to Pittsburgh 38-7. to Both of those games being on the road. In Baltimore, in Pittsburgh. This week, they get their shot home against Baltimore. They've played Pittsburgh in Week 17 to close out the regular season in Cleveland also. They got to win this one. They have to prove that they can compete with the good teams in their own division. Baltimore is not nearly as good as they were last year. Baltimore has been one of the more underwhelming teams in the entire league, right? Baltimore's been, look, there's a lot of people that have been disappointed by Baltimore. There were so many people thought that they were going to go to the Super Bowl because their roster was so incredibly good. They fixed their issues, right? They had a great draft. Patrick Queen and J.K. Dobbins and Malik Harrison and Tyree Phillips and like they brought in some guys that make real that make a real difference. They got Calais Campbell from Jacksonville that uh, boosted their pass rush. And Lamar Jackson was just coming on coming off an MVP. We thought he was going to be the next thing, and he's come down a little bit. He's not awful, but he's come down to earth a little bit. People are disappointed by the Ravens. The Browns have to take advantage of a disappointing team because the Browns have been disappointing themselves the past couple seasons. Right? Baker Mayfield was the number one overall pick. He was the number one overall pick. He's got to prove it. Prove that you can be the guy. Prove it. Okay? Like, you got to keep in mind, this is a division with a lot of interesting at quarterback. 
Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Okay, Joe Burrow's a lot more talented than Baker. There's a lot more upside with Joe Burrow than with Baker, especially off the field, especially as a leader. Big Ben in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh might be looking for a new quarterback soon, but right now they're still pretty okay. Okay, the Browns have to compete with quite possibly the worst quarterback in their division. They got to win this one in Baltimore. With that being said, I don't think they do it. Baltimore right now is favored by three on the road. I am going to take the Ravens to beat the Browns. I just think the Ravens have the recipe. They know how to do it. They know how to beat the Browns. Look, what is Baltimore good at? They run the ball incredibly well. They control the clock, and their defense is outstanding. That's what they do. Okay, it's going to put – look, this is going to be a lot of running the football, right? With Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins on the other side, right, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. These these two teams are going to run the football like crazy. If I'm the Browns, I have to force Lamar Jackson to beat me with his arm. I have to. And if you're if you're Baltimore, you got to force Baker Mayfield to beat you with his arm. Okay, make a, you have a defense that is capable of having Baker Mayfield make unnecessary mistakes. You have to be able to take advantage of that. Let Baker Mayfield lose the game himself. Right? That's the key for the Ravens. And that's usually what they do. Baker Mayfield in week 1 against Baltimore was not amazing. Baker Mayfield faced a lot of pressure in that game, completed only 54% of his throws just about, 189 yards, a touchdown, and a pick in week one. He had a 65 quarterback rating. That was his third worst game of the year. The only other games that were worse were against the Raiders and Pittsburgh. That's it. I mean... I mean, these are the better game. These are the better teams that the Browns are playing. And the Browns, I think, are coming off a high right now, right? They just slaughtered Tennessee on the road. Baker Mayfield threw four touchdowns. That was the best game he's played all year. The Browns should be riding a high here, but you know what they have to do. They have to force Lamar Jackson to beat them. And I have more faith in Lamar Jackson doing that with that coaching staff in that organization than I do with Baker Mayfield with and given Kevin Stefanski has done a nice job in Cleveland. I really think he's done. He has done a nice job. They're nine and three for a reason. Freddie kitchens was unbelievably bad last year. Kevin Stefanski seems to have turned it around quite a bit, but I do think Baltimore wins tonight. It'll be a close game. I think it'll be a relatively low scoring game. A lot of running the football, I'm going to say Baltimore wins. I'll I'll go 23 to 20 Ravens over the Browns in Cleveland. Like I said, close game. I think the Browns are going to make some adjustments, but I think the I like the Ravens roster all uh all around better. I like their coaching staff. Their defense is better. I like Baltimore in this one on Monday Night Football. Makes the AFC a lot more interesting if Baltimore wins. That puts them at eight and five. It puts Cleveland at nine and four. There's interest in the division there. And again, it, it puts another legit team back into the wild card race. So Ravens over the Browns tonight. That's my prediction. Thursday night football next week. I'll touch on that quickly before we go. The LA Chargers are going to Vegas to play the Raiders. That division matchup. The Raiders right now are favored by three. They got to get a win. Chargers are four and nine. Raiders are seven and six. I am going to take the Raiders at home. Uh, they got to bounce back. They do. That was a bad loss that they just took to Indianapolis. The Chargers, I think, are riding a high right now a little bit. They just beat Atlanta. They that was the first win they've had in a while. They, I'm sure they're glad they got uh, they got that one. But I am going to take the Raiders in this one. Uh, let's say uh, I'll say uh, 27 to 21 Raiders over the Chargers in Las Vegas at Allegiant. Okay, that does it for us. Uh, This is Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. It's great to have you you with us 
enjoy Monday Night Football tonight. Ravens and Browns, it's going to have a lot of key things going on, so make sure you tune in. And again, as for us, is have us every Monday and Friday from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock Eastern in the afternoon. You can follow me on Twitter at MikeGuido49. That is at MikeGuido49. Tweet at me. Argue with me. I'm always open to it. We'll see you on Friday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.